0: Welcome back to another episode of Sketch Nerds, where we break down sketch comedy: what works, what we don't like, and why. This special episode was recorded on the road at Sketchfest Seattle, and we reviewed two sketches by Saturday Night Live. You can find information about this podcast and watch the sketches that we'll be discussing at badmedicinecomedy.com slash sketchnerds
1: Today, joining us, we are very happy to have Lane Ingram. Thank you very much for having me. I'm happy to be here. And Chloe Ingram.
2: Thank you so much. I'm even more excited to be here.
1: All right.
2: (laughs) me? Wow, that's pretty excited. Okay.
1: Razzle (laughs) dazzle I'm Andy Weld, and today co-hosting with me, it's Elizabeth Kemp. Hello. All right. Can you guys start by telling us about your background in comedy?
3: Wait. Before we go too far, I just yes. wanna I just wanna talk about your fanny pack for
0: a second. Please, I bought this yesterday in Seattle. Really? Yeah, This is the first <laughs> fanny pack I've worn. This is good since I was 12 years yeah. old. Yeah, content. this is good for a you podcast. Like that?
3: <laughs> Andy Andy hates when I go off script here, but I'm just like I got like yeah. I just love. It's a nice size.
0: Like yeah. it's yeah. not. Look, it's, and, it's discreet. And I can go like undercover cop mode. I'm like, I yeah. don't have a fanny pack. Oh, you wanna you wanna, see <laughs> yeah. my you, wanna I can pull you wanna up my mess shirt. with me? You yeah. 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 yeah, you want to see my colostomy bag? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's
2: maybe a fanny pack, maybe a colostomy bag. Yeah.
3: Herschel does that. Then. It's Herschel, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Herschel
0: so hip.
2: colostomy yeah. bag, Spring Twenty Twenty line, yeah.
3: hand stitched. And,
0: and I know I, I posted this on on my uh, Facebook, but I literally did say this to Chloe. This is not exaggeration. Uh, I tried this on in the store, and I said to Chloe, "Does this make me look stupid? Oh wait, I mean, does it make me look stupider than normal?" <laughs> <laughs> and I go, No. <laughs>
2: no. Like, no, no, they're very,
0: it. they're very hot right now.
2: <laughs> well, Lane is a trendsetter, if you can't tell. Right.
0: Um, but background, oh yes, yeah. background. background. Why don't you go? I used up my background time on the yeah. fanny pack, yeah. so you take. You, it you were away. done That talking. was Elizabeth the turtle. No, that's <laughs> all right. I'm sorry, I, I had to I ask. Like it.
3: I had to ask.
2: No, this <laughs> is how people get to know us. So we've been doing comedy for ten years. Started out doing improv in Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas. And uh, it was really kind of a, a dare to each other. We both grew up obsessed with comedy and watching it, but never had the courage to actually do it. And so finally, after years of you know, traveling to different cities to watch sketch comedy at UCB and Second City, we said, okay, let's just try a level one improv class. Let's give it a shot. Um, we kind of did it for different reasons. Me personally, it was to break out of my shell and to just become more comfortable with being in the spotlight. I did not like the idea of having all eyes on me. Um, and so I really wanted to overcome that. And so through that level one class and continuing on with, with training, we, it, it really morphed our lives in a way that we did not plan for. And it was a very, like, happy accident.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I grew, I mean, we, when Chloe and I first met, uh, we were at a party. And uh, I think I, she overheard me saying a Simpsons quote. Or no, I overheard you saying a Simpsons quote. And then it was just like tractor beam, like, You're, you live your life through Simpsons quotes. <laughs> I live my life through Simpsons quotes. Um, Wait, and-
3: have you been on the monorail here?
1: No,
0: no, I haven't. We, <laughs> okay. oh, we totally got it. this. is our first time in Seattle. Yeah, um, very excited to. We're, there's a monorail here.
3: Yeah. Oh, I, I took a picture of the oh, monorail. i yeah.
0: Like, yep. We're obsessed <laughs> with everything. Those first ten yeah. years of The Simpsons are like. Yeah, classic Simpsons era. We've us.
2: we've uh, competed in classic Simpsons trivia before, <laughs> and and we've placed second.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah. we're,
2: we're highly competitive. We get up there. Yeah, yeah. we get. Yeah. Uh,
0: no uh but we we realized we were both such comedy nerds like such and I and I found sketch that sketch nerds you might say sketch Ske- nerds wow. <laughs> yeah uh, good plug. no no
1: nerds. Um, <laughs>
0: but we we just uh, it, you know it was funny I guess even with friends and and especially on dates and stuff it was typical that I would have to hide my nerdery, my comedy nerdery, but with Chloe, it was like, oh, we can totally geek out on comedy stuff together. And so, we within the first few years of us dating, it was like we took a couple of like comedy-related trips to go. It was like we'd never been to Vegas, and we're like, let's go to Vegas. And then while in Vegas, we saw like Second City Tourco, yep, which was probably the first like at like a high level, like seeing. Live com- live seeing sketch true, comedy at a high, true high professionals. level. professionals. And uh, that was mind blowing. Um, I'm going
2: yeah. to see like ASCAD at UCB in New York yeah. and LA.
0: I read, and I remember we were geeking out on comedy so much around, this would have been like probably 05, 06, 07, that by I think 07 or 08, we ended up seeing, yeah, this is when we saw ASCAD in New York. I ended up buying a copy of Truth in Comedy. Good little
2: comedy boy.
0: Yeah, and we both read it before. I read Truth in Comedy, which is still one of only a couple of books, actually, specifically on improv that I've ever read all the way through. But I read Truth in Comedy uh, the whole time thinking, this is fascinating, but I, I could never see myself doing this. You know, which is, I feel like, like is who does that? M- most people sign up for improv <laughs> and then read a book on it. I was reading improv books, like with like kind of laughing to myself. Oh, this these people are amazing. I'll never do this. Yeah, I, I Good can. to know. I good can. information <laughs> yeah. to know. And then finally, you upped the ante and said, uh, you know, we were both broke in grad school. We're, yeah, we were um, like.
2: Pretty recently married, we'd only been married a couple years, and it was just the less point. than that.
0: I think we we just had like our first wedding anniversary, You're right. yeah. And you go, let's. They're teaching improv classes in Fort Worth, which doesn't sound like it would have much of an improv scene, but we just happened to stumble onto this uh, this sketch and improv troupe called Four Day Weekend, based in Fort Worth, and they were all Chicago trained. They had mm-hmm. trained in the nineties. At Second City. So we thought,
2: well, we're here in Fort Worth. This is kind of the next best thing. So let's, let's glean. I've
0: often heard Fort Worth is like the next <laughs> yeah.
2: best thing it, in Chicago.
3: It, it, it's yeah. the seventh <laughs> coast. It's the seventh yeah. coast of comedy. Yeah. Um,
2: but, <laughs> but yeah, just just going through that, we, we realized, you know, in those eight weeks, we are like, this is... This is the start of something. Like, we, we right. shouldn't stop. And, and it was enough to whet our appetite to where yeah. we, we kept going through their program. And, and
0: this, yeah, this um, was like end of 08, beginning of 09. So yeah. I felt like there was some sort of like a little crest of a. Of a wave like there yeah, was there was there
2: was a, another theater uh, that was starting up in dallas at the time called dallas comedy house and now they they have really grown and expanded and so yeah, right yeah. when we were finishing classes dallas comedy house was having their first uh festival and you know they had only been open a you know a handful of months and so just by virtue of being uh you know overly eager performers, we we got in touch with the owner and, and got into that festival. And so we got to play in that, you know, when we were still very yeah. green. It was
0: just the timing was really good because here, you know, we had just finished a training center. Here comes a theater. Mm-hmm. And now there are two, suddenly there are two improv theaters in town, whereas for so long there had only been the one. Mm-hmm. And so the new theater needed people to perform. We were happy to do that and uh and then we needed to up the any again like any addiction you've got to up oh, the yeah. fix yeah then we yeah moved our tolerance man
2: it just shot right up yeah. <laughs> and so we wanted to live in a city outside of texas at some point in our lives and so as we both from texas we originally. were both originally from right. north texas yeah uh studied uh or went to college uh university of texas at austin we both did and then yeah after living and working in dallas fort worth we thought let's let's just try let's just see let's just see and so uh, we were tinkering between L. A. and Chicago and ultimately decided Chicago was the right fit for us. We're like it's where. It really started, and we loved the idea of being in an old city, and it just seemed really manageable. And so
0: we'd love to be—hey, we'd love to be in a city that's frozen for eight months out of the (laughs) year. Being from Texas, we were so used to that. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, no, it was brutal, and we moved there. In December, Ooh. and it was just rough. I did not adjust to it very well. I really the cold. I thought I would get over it. I did not get over it. It just that
2: it last for so yeah, long. Yeah,
0: but we we did the like I did the Second City uh, Conservatory Training Center and and an IO. Mm-hmm.
2: And I Cl- studied at IO Chloe too. Chloe IO, and but you did some
0: there. some stuff at the Second City. Yeah, Training I took some Center. classes
2: there too. Um,
0: but uh, but it was fun. But after two years, we had pretty much we couldn't hack the weather anymore. Yeah, it was
2: it, it was a great experience, and it really taught us a lot about performing um, on a on a new level. But we realized like this is not our forever city. Like we wanna we wanna try something else. And and so we were also at a point in our respective careers. I'm an architect, and Lena's a therapist, and. We were like, where could we? Lane's always ready
3: to chat. Um, yeah. I actually I s- want to talk to her more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I got some ideas for a house. There you yeah, go. Yeah. Yeah. Let yeah. me
2: see your pictures for uh, I have some ideas for <laughs> my brain. <laughs> <laughs> We've also thought about combining, like, I will have a client and I can design their house. And Lane can talk them through the emotional of process of designing right. their life. Oh, that would <laughs> be yeah, really good business model. Yeah. <laughs> you know,
0: because what's funny is, I, It's so, a very emotional
2: process, oh, working yeah. on your house. Yeah. Well,
0: so often I have clients who are like, yeah, I'm I'm about to put like a little addition on my house, or we're gonna remodel our kitchen. And they're like, I'm really excited about it. And I'm thinking in the back of my mind, just you wait. Yeah. And we're going to be unpacking y- yeah. this shit. Yeah. Because what ends up happening <laughs> You're is... You're going to
2: discover a lot about be, you and your significant well, other. <laughs> right, because
0: people get stressed out of their minds it's, with it's, additions it's an incres- and remodels. It's an
2: incredibly personal process. And um, and it forces you to make decisions that you didn't even know you were going to have to make. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's
0: so funny. like I, It's happened so many times over the last few years of like, That becomes a topic in their sessions as we need to talk about uh, processing like stress and anxieties. Over
3: and
2: if we don't pick the right tile, everything's <laughs> uh, fucked. Yeah, you're
3: going to get divorced. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> you should have like a workshop or something. Remodel your house and your marriage. Yeah. Oh my God, I yeah. can picture See, the 8x11 flyer. Yeah. This is uh, great. You have guys y'all... can do like that realtor photo where you're like <laughs> yes. staring want, off into the distance in three quarters to wear profile. A smart blazer. Oh, with <sighs> with shoulder cat. What do you yeah, call it? shoulder, shoulder pads. pads. I think
1: Shoulders. a brooch too. <laughs> say- oh, I have yeah.
3: brooches. Oh,
2: this, oh, good. this, this is also, coming together. Can y'all
3: shoot our sizzle reel? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sizzle,
2: baby. Yeah. Oh, we gotta move this product. <laughs> so, you gotta
3: cross okay. your arms authoritatively. <laughs> we've, got, we've got everything yeah. you need.
0: Sorry, the back to back. We no. need to go back to back and then do and, the thumbs, the to thumbs each other. There oh, yeah. yeah. With yeah. the there thought
2: bubble of your yeah. house. Yeah. Okay. So let's go. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we gotta yeah. give let's you go on track, a
0: big Andy. Texas yeah.
3: blowout, though. Of course. That's all yeah. I, <laughs> I <never> wanted. Okay, so. <laughs> let's go to plane.
2: Yes, so plane. Okay, so. Yeah, so we moved to Austin. We wanted to establish our career here. Uh, we, we, we love Austin. We were like, I think this is this. We're going to come back to the city. And it's we've been there five years now. We love it. And we start uh, getting involved with Cold Town. Uh, Cold, Town. Cold yeah. Town is our primary theater that we perform out of. There's you might a, say they're a,
0: called Cold Town Theater. ColdtownTheater.com. Yes.
2: Um, they uh, they are a wonderful theater and group of people. They've been there since 07. Uh, And they have an
0: interesting story. They moved to Austin uh, from New Orleans. They got displaced due to Hurricane Katrina. Mm -hmm. So they it was a temporary move for them to come to Austin. They were originally planning to hang out for a week or two. And they decided to do some shows in the back of a video store in like 06, 07, and it caught it caught the narrative just caught hold. Yeah. And they got these write ups in the in the papers down there. And before you know it, they decided let's set down roots here and they've been there ever since. And, and they so have a training center. It's become
2: a really um, wonderful um they're really cool. space. And so there's there's Cold Town Theater, there's also Fallout Theater, which is another
0: venue that will But we asked us yes, about claims. So yes. I'll take it from here. Here we go. Uh, oh my Here we gosh. go. Let the man talk. Okay. Here uh, we go. He uh, as about
1: the scene too. You can so cut that out can. later. Uh,
0: boy, Lane really was likable like up until to
3: be... the I
2: mean, performing is... <laughs> with your
0: spouse, it's just
2: it's just ah, something.
0: Boy. No, but we had done like li- we've been a lot of improv together. Done
2: a lot of improv together and that, we've done uh, other she just other... takes the Well, yeah, cuz yeah, <laughs> you know, you're just battling. Okay. Uh <laughs> Go for it, go for it. So we we have been doing other people's sketches. We've been in uh, different sketch uh, reviews. Uh-huh. And this was an opportunity for us to say, okay, what if we teamed up, just the two of us, and did a very tough task of a two-person, hour-long sketch show yeah. and, and wrote about the things that we have wanted to see on stage from, from our right. perspective.
0: And uh, relationships, that was kind of the idea from the beginning, is what could we bring to the it's table? a very Second
1: City approach to it. Yeah,
0: a Second City approach, kind of like, how can we make it relatable for, you know, as many people as possible? Uh, I feel like one of the things about relationships is like comedy has been doing stuff, has been addressing relationships, relationships forever, and yet, I still feel like there's an infinite amount of possibilities. There's so many there. areas to and explore, so,
2: and and part of what we thought was was special is that we've been together for a long time. We've been married for twelve years. We've been together for fifteen years, and so we have had a lot of shared experiences. And, a lot and of what uh, it-
0: pent up hate <laughs> and anger. <laughs> Uh, seething seething like, is the word but it's like uh, a
2: sexy resentment sexy angry
0: um, so uh, so, but,
2: so one of the things that we wanted to see was a, a comedy show that was you know people that are a little bit older like Austin has a very young vibrant very hip scene but yeah. it was like we're well into our 30s why not, and why not yeah, why not make something that, that could that could also up. be you know for for young people but uh, but also, like, the theater-going crowd in, in yeah. Austin, which is very popular, too. So we, right. uh, the artistic director of Cold Town um, had told us... Will Cleveland. Like, Will Cleveland. Shout out. You. Shout out to Will. <laughs> he had said, your show is... Um, he's like, and I, I mean this in a very positive way, it's very broad, and that it, it can appeal mm-hmm. to a lot of people. He's like, it's very strange, but he's like, there are elements of your show that I think people really... Can relate to when they've been in a, a long-term relationship. And then I was just going to
0: say, r- specific to the show that y'all saw us do last night, um, we were directed by uh, a woman named Katie Stone she in Austin. You brought in an outside director. Brought in an outside director. Yes, yes, because um, we knew that, as you can see here, we it's very we're quick to devolve into arguing, disagreeing over every small little we very neurotic
2: we, people. <laughs> we wanted to
0: um, me more so than her. I'm the therapist, and I'm admittedly way more neurotic. It's my than little she's. stress ball. I am a ball of stress, a perfectionist, a procrastinator, all the good stuff. And so we uh, first, yeah, first decision out of the gate was if we do this, definitely want to bring in a director who we both like really idolize and respect. So like, if they weigh in with a decision. We wanted it to be a no-brainer. Yeah. Okay, they will overrule whatever, yeah, whatever our opinions are.
2: For us to have a, a neutral third party that can see it from a step back and say, okay, what is the essence of this scene? What, How can we take out all the fluff and just get it really down? Because I think... Uh, when we were first writing our show, we, we had sketches that were, you know, some, some of them were nearly twice as long as what they ended up being. Wow. I think a lot of people go through that, but just whittling it down, just getting rid of all the yeah. excess. Cutting the fat. Cutting right, the right. fat. And, um, and so it's just so helpful to have someone who can see it from a few feet back and say, right, right. this is working, this needs improvement. Um, and so, yeah, she was a critical part of that process.
1: Well, let's get into the sketches we're going to talk about yeah. today. Yes. Uh, first up, we've got from Saturday Night Live, The Denise Show, five <laughs> weeks after. <laughs> Chloe, can you set up the clip?
2: Yes. So uh, this was in 93. Uh, 1993.
1: <laughs> Can, you <believe laughs> Can you believe it? Can you
2: believe it? What a time. So this is Adam Sandler plays a, a guy who is uh, fairly recently dumped by his, uh, what he thought was going to be forever love, Denise, played by Shannon Doherty. <laughs> and uh, so this is a, a fake talk show where he talks all things Denise <laughs> and just expands upon his his sorrow.
1: And here's a clip. Okay, now's about the time on the show where I lose it. (laughs) And my dad calls up and yells at me. Here we go. I can't believe she did this to me. It's not fair. What did I do wrong, Denise? Just tell me and I'll stop doing it. Hello, Brian. This is your father. What? What the hell's wrong with you? You're embarrassing the family. I can't help it. That she, oh, was, stop she it. was everything to me. Stop she it. was so soft. Stop All right, Chloe. Why did you bring that sketch for us today?
2: I was really excited when you said, "Okay, you got to pick a sketch." That's really hard, and so I, I thought, let me just think about when did I become really comedy conscious? And so that era of Saturday Night Live was when I really locked in. I mean, some of my earliest memories are of watching that show and and not even fully understanding what I'm seeing. But my my dad uh, was a very cool dad. He was an actor. And so he would point out things like why stuff is funny. And so 92, 93, I'm like 10, 11, 12 years old. And that was when I was like, I'm getting it this is making sense and I I just loved the the fake talk show format. I think that's just one of the best things that SNL has done. It's just very appealing and and this was a time where it's like oh they're not just playing on like we have weird hosts. It's like why is this guy a host? Like, <laughs> he's he's just going through this depression and right. he's and he's reliving. Raise well, raises the break- a lot of
1: questions like the did, how long has the show been on the yeah, air. Yeah, right. like did five
2: he, weeks after. It's five right? weeks after like did he did he like get it immediately yeah, after right? was like there who, one week after? Who did he know at the cable
3: access <laughs> station right. oh, that was exactly. like, yeah, yeah, yeah Brian, yeah. we're going to give you this show. <laughs> but it's great that they didn't answer any of those no, questions. Right. No, it's just it's this just, is existing. <laughs> yeah. This, this thing love.
2: exists and so you're just you've tuned into the Denise show and we're going to um, have Chris Farley come in yeah, as the friend. As can... And yeah, it's just a 10 second thing and it's just like <laughs> Why didn't it work out, man? I don't know. I don't know what she's thinking, man. All right, thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, it's just so perfect. And yeah. then
0: I was gonna say, I love how uh, my favorite thing about the Denise show is. I think it it is such a great, um, like a, a a sign of everything that was to come with Adam Sandler's career that he would go on to have because it's that mix of the childlike vulnerability and sensitivity and just the brutal anger, like the visceral anger and like that darkness. I feel like that was the line he kind of, he straddled, especially for those first like five or six movies he did.
2: It honestly made me think of Punch Drunk Love and how he could could throw those tantrums and those anger outbursts, but also be just so, so so sad. Yeah. It didn't
1: make you think of Jack and Jill. No. <laughs> <laughs> the water boy. I forgot that existed. Yeah. where my yeah. mind went. But uh, I, I
2: thought, like this, you know, Adam Sandler has made more money than most SNL alum, and and it's some, true, some yeah. better, some worse. He but up he there. he had such. A, a moment in, in time and, and several moments. And uh, I thought that sketch really highlighted yeah, his yeah. range. And, and if really you were like of shine. If you
0: were like 12 to 15 years old when Adam Sandler was on SNL, he was just, he was a rock star. Yeah, he was,
2: constant impersonations yeah. with friends and oh, impressions. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. God, of, yeah. It was Canteen perfect boy, for the,
0: like the like little, just, like the child, I mean, like mm-hmm. baby talk. Juvenile. All, you know, yeah. I like, I, like, I like, uh-huh. ooh, Yeah, like, Lane
2: is big into gibberish <laughs> talk. <laughs> gibberish, so I just, love it. Yeah. That <laughs> hit on all your <laughs> yeah. cylinders. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I just loved the idea of, again, taking something universal like a breakup and centering a talk show around yeah, yeah. it. And it's just, and I'm sure, you know, people that go through those really tough breakups it's like you just every every waking moment You're thinking about that person, and I I thought we were going to be together forever, and I thought this was going to be something, and so there's a relatable aspect to it. And then Phil Hartman calling in, like his (laughs) own dad (laughs) Dad calls in to yell at him, like he's trying to dial the
1: phone. Yeah, it's just okay. We know dad's on the (laughs) phone. Let's pot him
2: up, and and he just lays into him like Brian, you know, get yourself together, man. Like this is this is (laughs) not right. Like I I didn't raise you like that. It's right, right. It's perfect. So one of
3: so, sorry. Oh no, I was gonna say the watching it watching it before having seen your guys' show, you know, I, I remembered the sketch, but then seeing your show last night it immediately clicked like, oh this is what they're doing. Like it's. I immediately oh, understood yeah. like that relationship-driven, like the really vulnerable, emotional relationship moments. I'm like that's their whole show. Oh, I get good. it. I understand yeah. why they picked this one. That's awesome. And
0: you know, I gotta say, I was surprised at your choice of the Denise show. I did not. We did not discuss that beforehand. I just, I got the reply all email that that all of y'all got, yeah. and when she sent it off, like that her choice was the Denise show. I was like. Good call. I hadn't I hadn't thought about the Denise show in years, but that that does make perfect sense given kind of
2: yeah, and what, maybe that was my mind frame, and
0: also yeah. what I'm drawn to. I think with comedy, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, maybe. Maybe it's just always been there. It just <laughs> yeah. needed to be unlocked. I feel
0: like we just had a breakthrough
2: here. I think kind so, too. dislike yeah. what you're saying. This, yeah. is a, this is way better than most of my stuff. Lane, Unfortunately, um, Lane is out of network
0: for me. Yeah. Uh, so. And I'm not a good therapist.
2: <laughs> I am.
0: No. Uh, Listen up, <laughs> listeners. Um.
2: If you see him on Psychology Today, right. move on.
1: Just keep scrolling. So... what? Um, one of the things that's really interesting in this sketch from almost like a, a technical standpoint is Adam Sandler tells us exactly what he's going to do, oh. and then he does it. He does that's it, and, great and when he,
2: he reads the letter, he goes, okay, and now it's the part of the show where I'm going to reread an old love letter that Denise wrote me and, and sigh, and, and he proceeds to do it, and every, like, the audience is just hanging on every little whimper, and... Yeah.
1: So why does that work? Why can he tell us That's what he's going to do and then do it? Because yeah,
0: I have been told. Uh, I remember I once did a short video sketch that was not good, but I did oh, we've it. All done yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. Sure, sure. I don't know that feeling. <laughs> Chloe well, does know. Go fuck know that. yourself. Like, yeah. <laughs> thank you. He can say it. I can't. Uh, no. Uh, I remember. It's one. not <laughs> re- true. Uh-huh. Not <laughs> not it's true. not true. <laughs> true. Remember when I said? Yeah. I uh, I did this sketch and I showed it to someone who, you know, is much higher up the comedy food chain and, uh, you know, someone whose opinion I really respected. and I, res- I still respect his opinion. Uh, I didn't mean it like that. Uh, but his feedback was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. I was like, he's like, what are you trying to do here? I'm like, well, I thought it'd be funny, uh, funny if I did, you know, such and such, right? Isn't that? And he's like, you told us in the first 10 seconds what you were going to do and then you did it. There's nothing funny about that. And I was like, I, damn, I, I, right. I think but you're right here. I don't know. How,
2: it can yeah. be repackaged. And I think what it is, it's like when, you know, sometimes if you're watching a recording of an improv show or a live sketch show, it can be hard to capture that. Oh, yeah. And I think it. I think what makes the telling the love letter and then reading the love letter, I think what makes it work is that shared experience of like, Okay, yeah. I'm going to kind of set up this premise. And now you as the audience, and the audience at home, you're all in on this. And so you're going you're gonna to respond to uh, what, what I'm saying because I've let you in on this little inside check. Uh, yeah. See,
0: I think, now that I'm thinking, about it, I think it has to do with the fact that he's playing with the talk show format. Which is this segment? Which is all about like, and now the you know map, yeah. they introduce segments. every yeah, segment the they're about, about to do. Mm-hmm. And I feel like what makes it work is he's introducing each segment as though it's a like the Tonight Show, perfect. And yeah. yeah, everything he's is mapping, a train wreck. He's like, mapping almost, that. Yeah, it's almost that. like he's saying, "And our next train wreck will
1: be yeah, this." Well, yeah. the way he factually states it, yeah. and then emotionally <laughs> does it. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. he's gonna that's be
2: it. he's gonna be very controlled and measured. He's got this. He's a professional. He's got a talk show, but when he's in the moment he's he's a range of emotions yeah, yeah
3: it's beautiful some of that might be the writing process too because yeah. I mean I could see in a, in a writer's room environment you're almost pitching ideas like hey what are those behaviors that you you do or that everyone does after a breakup like yeah. oh yeah. I called her all the time and then I hung up oh, yeah. and it's almost like you yeah. make that list and whatever resonates yeah. the most I
2: want to like I want to talk to a friend like you saw her you saw how she did do? does she look yeah, good yeah 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 and yeah. yeah. that's all you can she's think happy. about yeah.
0: I've been there with uh, with a breakup when I was in high school where it was like all I could think about for a couple of months. And it was that, like, if you talk to a friend, that's what you talk about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you see or talk to anyone, and the conversation, you steer it right back to that. And it just, it just fuels that sadness, unfortunately. It never helps. It never gets you out of it. But no, I was going to say, to your point, Elizabeth, what I think is fun about what you just mentioned there about the, the writer's room process to writing is that we're, we want to make that uh, a part of how we write the next iteration of our sketch show. We've kind of, with, with this, this one that we just did, the one you saw us do last night and the one we were doing at Cold Town Theater in Austin a few months ago, was it was more like one of us coming up with an idea and then like, I'll, I'll write a draft of it mm-hmm. and then showing the draft to that other person. I'll take a, I'll do a pass on it or I'll punch it up here and there. Whereas I think this next time we're like, you know, I really want to want to sit with the director. Unfortunately, our director is moving to... um LA in the next few that's months, where they so all we go. so we might need a. We're, yeah, we're we're talking about getting it's a new a, director. It's like a burgeoning uh, scene. Yeah, we want to kind of run it like a writer's room where we're just like uh, it's
3: a little uh, town. I don't know if
0: you've heard of <laughs> it. <laughs> <There's a laughs> subway there, but it's not very <laughs> big. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's what we're wanting to do. May I ask, is that
1: how do y'all write? Is it? Uh, well, we have is a very, I'm sure. Or? Um, yeah, I mean, for the most part, what happens is people bring sketches, bring a draft of a sketch to the writer's room. Uh, we go through, we read the sketch, people give yeah. notes on it, okay. come back, iterative, iterative drafts, uh, and then the sketches we decide to put out on the show, we decide by voting. Um, oh, so very have, democratic. Oh, nice. We have, if, if if everyone came to a meeting, there are about 12 people in our. Wow. Uh,
2: Great. wow. But
1: part of the, the pros and the cons of that are not everyone comes to every meeting. <laughs> sure, sure. But sure. But yeah. most people will vote on things, and so we usually have. Developing a new hour, we usually have between twenty-five and thirty sketches um, that we vote on and narrow nice. it down to about fourteen or so. Yeah. Awesome, yeah. That's,
3: that's great. No, I mean it's uh, the the only thing I'd add to it is that. You know, it seems like an easy process in theory, but then one of the things that—that's twelve com- brains. Well, it's twelve <laughs> brains, and, and you know that's a.
1: You have to pick and choose yeah. whose notes yeah. you take.
3: You have to, you have to kind of pick and choose, and that requires, you know, coming to the table regularly and bringing yeah. your stuff. And you can't just pick the notes that you like. You have to, right. you have to do that experimentation of saying like, well, I don't agree with this, but I'll try it, and then. You know, at least try it and Absolutely. then come back. Yeah, and yeah. if it doesn't work, you, at least you at least you gave it a shot and yeah, yeah, and just see what sticks. Um, yeah, but some a lot of people just don't like that process.
2: Yeah, and, it's uh, it's don't make have it prove.
1: We'll bring hard. a draft, take notes, and then never bring a second. Yeah, draft. oh yeah, yeah. Or they'll never come back to bad medicine. <laughs> 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 less free. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But,
0: I no, it's it. kind of a. I mean, it's it's such a group experience to be a part. of, of an improv troupe or a sketch troupe. I mean, any. you're just, uh, it's almost like, like I've thought, what if there was a therapist? I don't think, I, I'm a little too close to it. But what if there was a therapist who like specialized in group dynamics to the point of like helping bands, helping troops, helping...
1: I have a, a friend right now who's getting her her PhD in psychology and her yeah. dissertation is on improv and therapy. Oh
0: nice. Oh, wow. Heck yeah. yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah, I sometimes do like um, workshops and th- like corporate workshops sure. and team building stuff that kind of incorporates not just the improv team building but also kind of the improv as it relates to things like like mental health related topics mm-hmm. like uh, empathy.
1: Yeah. communication that's active sort of thing. listening so, yeah 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 um, um, any other final don't. thoughts on this sketch or we'll go to the next one anything else you really wanted to hit on this on think, the Denise show No
2: I think I think we pretty much tackled what I love about it. I just encourage everyone to uh, go back and watch <laughs> yeah, that check it, it out yeah, I, we'll, think really, be yeah, be I think it's a, a really a link yeah I think it's a really timeless sketch
1: I would agree. <laughs> This podcast is brought to you by the sketch comedy troupe, Bad Medicine, DC's best sketch comedy about the worst of humanity. Visit badmedicinecomedy.com for info about live shows, workshops, and t-shirts for people who love comedy. All right, our second sketch we're going to be discussing today, also from SNL, is entitled War Party, and it comes to us from Lane. Lane, can you introduce the sketch for us? Yes, absolutely. I remember seeing this
0: sketch uh, when I was uh, 21 years old, It came on in November of 2001. Uh, The host was Billy Bob Thornton. The musical guest was Creed, to give you an (laughs) idea of how dated that time period was. Um, but this was Freed. only the. It, it was the. <laughs> it was the sick. It, it, speaking, you know, it's so timeless.
1: There's nothing yeah, more timeless yeah. than Creed. Uh, Scotch Dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: These people will Wait, be legends modern, forever! Our modern dead? No, he, but
1: He's, he's strange. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. he's yeah. not dead, 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 but he's Wasn't, died, wasn't
3: there someone like him that died, though?
1: Uh, Kurt Cobain. Uh, no, uh, no. no, uh, no, no uh, uh, yeah, I, I know who you're talking about. Scott Whalen. Right? Maybe, Why, I, uh, don't from I don't know. I don't know. I took it
3: that no? a, Maybe. Yes. I took yeah. that in a weird direction. Yeah, gotcha. that <laughs> yeah. might have
1: been it. All right. <laughs> so it's no, that's, hard. hard. I've got
0: to say this died. now. Yeah. This is so funny that you mentioned that because the first thing I told my mom, I'm like, Mom, I, I, this is yesterday. I'm He on the definitely phone. had an over I, I call my mom and go, Hey, Mom, I'm in Seattle right now. And she goes, Oh, yeah, Seattle. A lot of famous people are from there, like that guy who blew his brains out. <laughs> What's his name? And I go, Kurt Cobain, yeah, Kurt Cobain. Or was he murdered? And and she kept saying it like that over and over again. Yeah, go to that museum you were talking about and see the exhibit on Kurt Cobain and maybe you can figure out why he blew his brains out. Who played his guitar backwards? Anyway,
1: (laughs) That theory? That it's for back pain from playing his guitar the wrong way.
0: So, did you ask why I'm a therapist? No, Uh um, I'm sorry, my mom. Uh, No, um, uh, but no, war party. So, the reason why it stands out to me so much is it was only the sixth episode of SNL after 9 11. Sorry to bring everyone down. Uh, And what was. What was. Uh What is this nine eleven news video?
3: For the young yeah, like,
0: yeah, like yeah,
2: an, I an emergency phone to call? I, I think there it's
0: worth go. pointing out though that we I didn't I did not plan this at all, but it occurred to me. I was like, oh yeah. We're recording this right now on September 14th, yeah. so we just had the anniversary. Anyway, again, bringing everyone down, no, but...
3: That's, hey, I, that's my husband. I, it was, was my first day of college.
0: There you go. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. I was in yeah. the fifth grade. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why I
2: know...
0: I was a senior <laughs> in college, so okay. Uh, but yeah, uh, it was just such a weird time in America. I can still remember that first episode of SNL after they came back was such a... Just a powerful moment and such a different, strange time. And you know, it was like everyone was asking the question of can we be funny again? Uh what what are comedians how are comedians supposed to handle this now? And and it was like there was almost like zero content being made whatsoever for it didn't the first feel right. for the first two or three weeks, and then it was like you know, Howard Stern was supposedly on the air around this time. I wasn't I really listening to him at that time. Just
2: rewatched um, Letterman. Letterman uh, was he, the first he one. On, he came on six days. He was after like the first show to come back and he was on television. Very emotional and and but still with yeah, his own yeah. style was able to to start to tackle you know, that idea. Of, so can we be funny? Yeah, and
0: as just a comedy nerd, I was so jonesing for like, I wanted to see how to comedians handle this. Like I was so interested and I never knew that I was going to try. I was in film school. I should point that out. I was a total like movie geek. I wanted to be like a writer, director and and stuff. So I, I guess I, I, but see, I still, even around this time, I did not think of myself like, oh, someday I'm going to, I'm going to be a comedy performer or anything You're like just that. An i just an admirer, a fan more than anything. And I was just so I couldn't wait to see what shows like Letterman and SNL were gonna do, and this of all of that entire era, time period, whatever you want to call it, this sketch War Party. It was, I believe, the ten to one sketch. I'm almost positive. It's a very hard sketch to find. Can I ask? Had any? Had any? Had y'all seen it before no. I sent it? But no, here, I what was that, it.
1: Let's throw to a clip. Yeah, sure. Uh, hold, I'm sorry. Sure. yeah, yeah. yeah. Kandahar is taken! Oh, I knew it! I just
2: knew it! The Northern Alliance is made up of rough fighting Uzbeks and Tajiks. I mean, they've got him on the run now!
1: Kandahar!
2: Kandahar!
0: Kandahar! Kandahar.
3: Gee golly wow, boy, we got him now, Kandahar!
0: Right, and so you ask me one
1: question, and yeah, I can okay, go okay, on no, for two. that, and that's fine. That's fine. I know, but that's great. But that that's answering the next question: is, is why you brought this. But no, I was not. I was not familiar with uh, this sketch beforehand. There's a chance it would have been right around the age when I was discovering SNL um, myself. Um, yeah, but yeah. I'm not. I, I don't think I'd seen this one. Right, before. right.
0: Yeah, it was a weird because it never. I don't think a lot of these episodes were never really rerun heavily. Yeah. So, like a lot of I, like as far as I know that that sketch may have only aired the one time, and I don't even know that that belly yeah, think ever I've ever aired seen again.
2: that in syndication but
0: um a great, see, it's so funny that Chloe and I both picked s n l sketches. We are such s n l nerds one a couple years ago for my birthday, Chloe talked to a friend of ours uh who's a big uh torrenter, which we are. We, not. Not. We don't know how to do We're not smart enough to what do that. What am
2: internet? Yeah.
0: Uh, and we have a friend who gave me a two terabyte hard drive. Uh, for my birthday Chloe kind of orchestrated this he put together a two terabyte hard drive of every SNL ever wow. including all of the copyrighted like music yeah, yeah. that typically gets edited out yeah
2: culled oh. from all I mean old VHS's wow. so it was yeah. 40 years
1: FBI if you're listening <laughs> yeah. <a lesson> <laughs> all of
0: that all of that like the stuff that only aired the one time mm-hmm. like the Sinead O'Connor ripping up yeah, the yeah, yeah. Pope and all that stuff yeah. um, so anyway so I that that was like one of the fir- this was one of the first sketches I went to when I got the hard drive,
2: yeah, where you're almost like, did I imagine that this sketch yeah, existed? Because because it was that hard to find. I googled
0: so it many times boring. over the years and could never find it. But I, what I, what, why I love it so much. Uh, in addition to all the other stuff I've kind of been saying, is just at heart the sketch. It it uh, it combines the mundane, like the painfully mundane. Like it starts with like guys talking about golf. It's very boring. You're kind of wondering what. Where's the twist that's coming? What's going on? Then it heightens to uh, it, it inter- introduces this serious element of of. US troops overtaking t- cities in Afghanistan, so very serious. And then they take it to this absurd, ridiculous, kind of like what I think of, uh, not that I'm any expert on the his- the entire history of second city, but it's it reminds me of like what I think of, when I think of like mid 1960s like Mike Nichols mm-hmm. era Second City, it's kind of classy, it's kind of chic, it's social commentary. There's jazzy music you that saw might those accompany
1: vaudeville it. elements coming yeah. into it. Yeah, it's yeah. very theatrical, uh, of theatrical of vaudeville.
0: And then the Tracy Morgan monologue is so like eerie and powerful and. There's
1: gibberish words in it, which well, right, I know that that real gibberish really words. undercuts it yeah. great with like yeah. some of those words were nonsense. <laughs> yes. um.
2: And I, I think what makes that sketch work so well is that it was taking this very bizarre time in our lives where we we just were still processing a lot. And and things just felt very unstable. And here we are learning all these about about a part of the world that very few know about. And we're hearing all these new city names and, and, and right. the, the Tal- Taliban and Al Qaeda and and, oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, there, and it was starting to become part of like the daily well, dialogue Well of, I can of
0: honestly of say that. like as a senior in college, I had never heard the words Taliban. Mm-hmm. Al Qaeda. I had never heard of any of that. I'd never heard of like any of these cities that we were hearing about constantly in Afghanistan. And it became just a topic of everyday conversation suddenly. Like overnight, we're all talking about this stuff. And it was just weird to get used to. And here was a sketch that, in my opinion, it's like taking these ideas and just playing it at the top of their intelligence I'm not even sure, like, how to put into words what is it? What is the joke here? Or, yeah, like, that's what, one of my questions. What, what like, the, what's the game? What are they even making yeah. fun of? I can't I, even put I, it into words. I was going to
3: ask if you actually found it funny. Oh, yeah, well, I think I, it's, I, it's hilarious. Too, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I think it's absolutely hilarious. I think it's what I, I think of it as magical, and that's a mm. quality that I'm always saying. When uh, we did a musical number in our show, and we did it's, it was our ending sketch uh, last night. And the the idea for that was me going to Chloe and going, we should do something in the show that's magical.
2: Yeah, we want to, like, <laughs> well, no, no, but, but
0: Chloe yeah. turns to me and goes, okay, this is like a, a classic Lane-Chloe argument, is Chloe goes, okay, Lane, but what does that mean?
1: Like, what? okay, you have to have an Jeez, idea, though. That's what though. my therapist yes. says to yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I say the word weird, and she's yeah. like, well, what is weird? Yeah, yeah. what is
0: weird? Yeah. Oh, so God. I was like, you know, and, and so War Party kind of influenced me on that sketch where it was like I wanted to do something that didn't make a ton of literal sense. Yeah, it's it's it took more place about in this that magical. This, realm. It is feeling. immersive. It's immersive. Yeah. I, I
2: love the idea of the feeling, and it and it is it's very theatrical. It reminds me uh, of uh, the musical Carousel by Rodgers and Hammerstein, and that there's yeah. there's these soliloquies and there's these dream ballets, and it and right. it's more about this feeling and the swirl of, of emotions yeah. that you're processing. Like I love
0: singing in the rain, you know, and it, and for me, so when I watch War Party. I'll oftentimes, and because I'll show it to friends sometimes, so I'll watch it a couple times a year. I think, and I always—it's a—you'd ask if I laugh at it. It's always a a little bit of laughter, smiling, and then I even tear up. Like I really—it's powerful to me when I watch it because I do think of what it was like watching it at the time and and what they were, what was on their mind. When they must have been making it, so it's a it's a weird blend of and as a therapist, I like things that make me cry. Um, so it's like this weird blend of like smiling, laughing, and crying.
3: <laughs> to that point, like watching it, you know, we're sitting here in 2019, and mm-hmm. even some of the way, like the joke, you know. But it's we're not at the end of the war on terror yet. I'm like, wow, that was how long <laughs> yeah, ago? Yeah, yeah. It's like we like had there were moments, moments we're
2: still where, yeah. there. <laughs> there were moments where it was like. Oh, we did it, guys. Mission accomplished. We got it. And and uh, uh, it's not.
1: So, one of the things I think <laughs> is interesting about this sketch is obviously. Yeah. You were making like, a reference to the banner. Yes, guy. I was. Okay. Yes, so I did it.
2: Okay.
3: I, I did it. <laughs> I did it. Yes. Oh, 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 I, I knew. Doing I like, He's doing yes. the thing now. He's doing I, the I, I, I knew exactly
0: was, what you were it was doing. That was, doing it.
3: Like, no, it was, it. was no, like a I dramatic doing, lead up to a cut or a clap or something.
0: I'd
1: be like,
3: stop talking about politics. This is a comedy podcast.
1: <laughs> now, well, thinking about it being like kind of this... It's like a 9-11 adjacent sketch. Mm-hmm. Because it's obviously incredibly contextualized by 9-11, but they don't mention it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Don't yeah they, they don't say It's, 9/11. it's about all of this after the The fact it's about the war on terror it's all couched in that but it it doesn't mention it which I think is just an interesting (laughs) way to play with tragedy is to talk about the aftermath of tragedy not necessarily the tragedy itself yeah
2: exactly they're trying to find a way to to bring some relief and to just like release that that tension valve a little bit
0: and I guess yeah now that I'm thinking about it a little bit more I, I think it's like if I were to put into words what they're trying to make fun of is it's like They're making fun of the way we, as a society, and the way that like content creators try to address these things. Like, like in other words, uh, Tracy Morgan's soliloquy—it's like a parody of soliloquies about seriousness. Yes,
2: yeah, and you know, it's a. I was going to say something that it it also makes me think of is um, how all of a sudden we're hearing these names of cities and these these people that want to harm us and all, all of a sudden everybody becomes an expert. And it reminds me of when the Olympics are on, and how everyone's like, "Do you see that forty? That uh, that hundred-meter butterfly? Yeah, that was that was yeah. great. Oh my God! Well, he didn't deserve the silver; they deserve the it. Yeah. yeah, Chloe and, his, and I so, hate
0: the Olympics because of all the like armchair just, like swimming experts. Yeah, oh, yeah. well, you everyone's, know when they when they push off, they gotta push yeah. off on the opposite. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. there's that false start <sighs> off the
3: board, and then shh, they like, blew it. That dumb bitch wobbled on that triple <laughs> yeah, axle. I could have done better. It's like I don't even know why she bothered. Yeah, why is she even here? And so it's just that why idea of like here.
2: Yeah, we're we're all of a sudden becoming immersed in these new terminologies and Yeah. But
0: I guess I guess yeah, it does like you were saying uh, the Denise show kind of informs your sensibility. This one informs mine because it's stuff that doesn't make a ton of sense. It's kind of nonsensical and makes you ask, "Why would anyone do this?" And then the magical and the the funny, the satirical, all of it, yeah.
3: So I will admit, I did not do a lot of due diligence on this sketch before we looked at it, because I'm terrible at co-hosting this. No but <laughs> 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 um, he, Andy nods, Andy nods You sound like the books. way I
0: host uh, uh, podcast that I do, no so. No, but no we're, worries. I mean... I,
3: I remember seeing images from like World War One, World War Two, where people were having parties like after big victories right. at yes. war. Is this something it, related to that? I think I, I, be- I bet you're right because Ooh.
0: when I when I first watched it, it was like I remember <laughs> thinking like, back no, I no, <laughs> was like, no one is celebrating these victories, and I think that is perhaps what they're also poking fun at is like maybe in a different time, in a different type of war, Americans might have gotten excited about it. And rallied together. But it was sort of a time when we were like, apparently we should all be signing off on this, but do you know why we're sending troops to Afghanistan? Like, and what they had to do do with 9-11? Everyone was sort of like, I don't, so it was certainly, not what was not. It was not reflective of the human experience at that time, and I think maybe it was. It was maybe yes, yeah, satirizing the, the the wars of yesteryear when when it was clear what it was we were fighting
1: for. It's
3: a divine it, goal. Yeah. It's a sketch about lies.
1: All right, guys, it is time for the end of the show. Yes, we'd like you to come up with a rating system for us to rate. These sketches that we sure, talked sure. about today, yeah, uh, we yeah, usually yeah. come up with one rating system to rate both sketches. Um, Great. So it's usually built some off of something in one of these sketches. I don't know if you guys already decided on a rating system or if you have some idea percolating. A scale of one to ten anuses.
2: I love it. I love it. Wow. Okay. We love okay. the yeah. word
0: anus.
1: We're
2: kind of obsessed with it, right?
0: Yeah.
1: now. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's so. the funniest body part. It's cool. Yeah.
1: Later I'll ask you to give us a plug, too. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> He gets, all right. he gets. So, uh, why do, all right, start us off, laying Sure, on sure. Us. Let's start with, um, we'll start with the Denise show sure, on a sure. scale of one to 10 anuses, ain't uh, I? Eight, one to 10, <laughs> anuses, ain't no. I? gonna <laughs> no, <that's
0: laughs> The Denise show, the Denise <laughs> show. Um, I'm gonna go, I love the Denise show. I'm gonna give it 10, full, the full 10, the full money, the full 10 anuses no. on the Denise show.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll say I'll say nine out of
0: ten. Nine out of 10. oh I rate it higher than you. Okay. Well
2: yeah, I mean, you know, it's you There's can never real, achieve total, total anusity perfection. <laughs> yeah. Uh that's so, what is for. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, what, what is for. Yeah. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just strive for the bigger, better
3: anus. Yeah. Huh. Do you want a bigger anus? <laughs> do I, don't you. Yeah. I don't know I don't know how size really determines like quality of poops or
1: you uh, there's or a if theory it that it's like a footprint. Our oh, yeah, a fingerprint. I mean they are the
3: Everyone's
2: anus yeah, is yeah,
1: unique. It's yeah. not enough. Oh. Like, like a like <laughs> a, a snowflake or yeah, a exactly. <laughs> fingerprint. Like everyone has 12 to 13 folds. And, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow.
3: Well, how many well.
1: anuses would you give this sketch? <laughs>
3: You know what? I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give it. We're I just so hope sorry. that the federal government doesn't start like printing everyone's anus. Now it's like yeah. you go to the airport. It's like you're gonna have to sit an on that piece paper. An yeah.
2: anus scan. Yeah,
3: it's like. That's not your hey, butt. <laughs> you know
2: what? News alert. They already got your anus on file.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> they probably do.
1: <laughs> they I'm taking some pictures. <laughs> they're, they're tracking
2: all your anuses. That's
0: what that War on Terror was really about. It was about the anus database. The anus database.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I call them freedom anuses. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How many would you give uh, The
3: Denise Show? You know what? Given that it's about just being really raw and exposed... And, <laughs> <Christ. Yeah. laughs> and Send open, and, and just laying it all out there. I'm gonna give it one really. Alarming Prolapsed anus <laughs> Yes
0: Pro-la- Chloe and I we, Chloe and I Once wanted to name A troop of the Prolapsed rectums <laughs> Like hello We are
2: rectum. the
1: Prolapsed I guess it's rectums a prolapsed yeah. Rectum, yeah. Uh, I rectum don't know why Can we, we get didn- a suggestion Of any rectum at all I
2: don't know why We didn't get on Star Search yeah. Alright
1: I'm gonna give it Nine anuses Uh nice. I, I, I really enjoyed it I thought it was A lot Hell of fun yeah and now onto War Party. War I'll, party. I'll start. Yes. I'll I'm And also the a...
3: kind of comedy I wish it. Adam Sandler would do more of as yes! opposed to whatever that stuff was on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: the ridiculous six and stuff. Uh, so for War Party, I think I would give that, I'm going to give it like six anuses because it's not something I found terribly funny, mm-hmm. but I enjoyed it conceptually. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Nice. Elizabeth? I'm going to give it like a... You're just filling Julian's role today, aren't Basically, you? Basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's one of our co-hosts often just makes up his own version of the scale. Oh, <laughs> okay. yeah. Well, yeah.
2: I mean,
3: we didn't you know, we didn't build out the specifics. There's a lot of flexibility there's lot of, there. Yeah, a lot of there's wiggle room of in this anus. Uh, yeah, I you'd think there yeah. wouldn't be, but
1: then there is. Yeah, it's
3: it's malleable. I'm gonna give it like a corgi butt anus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because it's just like there's some whimsy to it. Whimsy. Mm, but at the same time, you know it's still where the poop comes out. And so mm-hmm. it's like you have to reconcile that. Like, that's mm-hmm. a really cute... Mm-hmm. You have to rectum style. You that. have to rectum style. <laughs> I like
2: that. I like
3: that.
1: <laughs> I
2: am so proud of that. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's a keeper. <laughs> Chloe? Uh,
2: I will give it uh, seven and a half anuses. Nice. Yeah.
1: Nice.
0: I'm going to go... Uh, I knew this would be a polarizing... Sketch. I didn't realize quite hey, how it's not polarizing for some people. it's not for everybody. I'm gonna go eleven anuses. Wow! wow. I'm, I overshot I'm my eleven beyond. I, over wow. beyonding it. Yeah. Wow! Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, a good. Habit. Yeah, and that last anus is it's a good anus. It's a solid, healthy anus on that eleventh. I
3: thing. would give it a vial of anuses that that Colin Powell takes before Congress and says, yeah. "These are the anuses. <laughs> <laughs> there are also, secret labs with name these anuses." His
1: is Colin. Noise, noise, noise. Wow. Guys,
0: we group-minded it. <laughs>
2: Guys, do y'all want to join ProLive Directors? <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it.
0: <laughs> We're like, we we book all these gigs without your permission, like. Okay. <laughs> Come
2: see our show. We're the shit. <laughs>
1: Thank you for joining us for another episode <laughs> of Sketch Nerds. <laughs> a special thanks to our guests, Chloe and Lane Ingram, for being on today's show. Thank, Thank you so you much for having us. If our Thank listeners you. wanted to find you out in the world, please, please. I've we, got some ideas here. We, we are
2: one. on Facebook. Okay. Uh, you can search Klain, C-H-L-A-N-E. Oh, a portmanteau of Chloe um, It and is Lane. a portmanteau. <gasps> Good yes. use of the term Thank portmanteau. You. <laughs> um, so yeah, you can either search Klain. Uh, we're also Facebook dot com slash claim comedy uh we'll 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 get an instagram i'll I'll say our last Um, yeah we'll
0: get our last name is ingram uh that's i-n-g-r-a-m and you can help that can help you find us on the various social media platforms we do have another main stage run at coldtown theater coming up this will be brand new sketches that we need to get busy writing this will be in late march through early May of 2020. So that'll be coming up. Uh, and we hope to take this uh, uh, claim troupe around to other festivals. And also I was gonna mention, uh, I am also in an all, I'm half Mexican. I'm in an all Latinx uh, troupe, uh, improv and sketch troupe down in Austin called Prima Doñas. Uh, you can find us on all the platforms and that's Prima, P-R-I, M-A, and then Donas with the little tilde over the, uh, the that's the squiggly line for, uh, for all you gringos out there, uh, over the N, D-O-N-A-S. And we have shows all the time around Austin, Texas. Um, and also a diversity showcase coming up in Los Angeles uh, in October. Uh, and that's uh, the second Saturday in October. Probably should have looked that up beforehand, but that's about all I know how to plug. <laughs> Chloe, anything else? Am I forgetting? Nah, you good. Okay, cool. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, here. yeah. thanks for being on
1: here. Uh, and to our listeners out there, please like, share, and subscribe. If you know a sketch that you'd like us to break down and we haven't yet, please send it our way. We love to break it down. Uh, you can find more about Sketch Nerds and Bad Medicine at badmedicinecomedy.com/sketchnerds, where you can also find links to the sketches that we discussed today. You can find this podcast and previous episodes wherever you get your podcasts. For Chloe Ingram, Lane Ingram, Elizabeth Kemp, I'm Andy Weld. Thanks for listening to Sketch Nerds. This episode was produced by Isaiah Hedden. The closing music tracks were provided by Soundtrackforeverything.com. All clips in this podcast
0: were used in compliance with the U.S. Copyrights Act, Fair Use Exemption, for criticism and commentary. The Sketch Nerds podcast is brought to you by the sketch comedy group Bad Medicine, DC's best sketch comedy about the worst of humanity. For showtimes, videos, and funny t-shirts, please visit badmedicinecomedy.com.